Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of This Week in Apple. I'm your host, John Aslan, and hope everybody's doing well during this uh, COVID-19 lockdown. Uh, we are well into our second month of uh, stay-at-home order. Some of the states loosening things up a little bit, but still uh, a lot of uh, concerned and somewhat scared citizens across the United States uh, not really knowing uh, uh, a lot of the details of this virus and and uh, what may or may not happen if we uh, start letting people out of their homes. Obviously, uh, at some point in time, we are going to have to uh, get back to business as usual if there is going to be such a thing. I don't think it's ever going to be uh, back to normal, at least not for the next year uh, or maybe longer. But as it is, uh, the folks I'm talking to out there, and you know who you are, it's to everybody that's listening to this right now, we do have an outlet, and that is APA. Whether you play baseball, football, soccer, uh, golf, uh, the TGA tournament's going on now, uh, along the APA community, uh, uh, hockey, any of those games, we do have an outlet. And plenty of time to play now, whether you're working at home or whether you're not working at all. And I hope that's not the case for most of you folks out there. But uh, uh, still, nice to have a hobby that you can do indoors. And I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm thrilled. I'm actually working. Um, I, I work for a school system. Uh, they have us going in. Uh, with just uh, uh, on different shifts, I, I work with one or two other people. And uh, when I say work with, we're not really even close to each other. We have our own sections um, and get work done. But I end up working only about two and a half hours a day and get paid for a full day. Uh, and uh, of course, benefits being paid. So I'm one of the lucky ones. I, I, I really, really am. And I, and I thank God every day that um, you know, I, I do have uh, a job and, and can still uh, put food on the table, but uh, uh, a lot of folks are not as fortunate and, and our hearts go out to them. And all we can say is that at some point in time, uh, things will at least slowly get back to normal. But in the meantime, let's play some APA. And today we're going to talk to a guy we've had on the program uh, a couple times. I believe this is his third appearance on this week in APA. He is the football guru. He is the author of the Ogard62.net website, and his name is Greg Barrett. And what Greg did was he took the 2019-12 uh, team college playoff set uh, that the game company put out recently, and he did a replay using all 12 of those teams. So it wasn't just the final four. Uh, like uh, th they've played in the past, whether on a replay or a pre-play. And uh, he did a 12-team playoff. Very interesting how it was set up. And I'll tell you what, you're going to love uh, the uh, outcomes of these games. Greg uh, will tell us about what happened in those games and who ended up being the eventual champion. So stick around for that. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have Greg Barrett and his replay of the 2019 college football playoffs. So stick around. Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Apple. I'm your host, John Aslan, and as promised, we're going to talk a little football. You know, we do a lot of baseball talk here on This Week in Apple, and we try to spread out when we can, and uh, 
no better time to do that, that uh, than now because uh, uh, our good friend Greg Barrett uh, from OGUARD 62 uh, did the 2019-2020 College Football Championship uh, replay. It, it was a little bit different, not like the, in real life where the four teams got selected and they did the semis and then the finals. Uh, this was a little more elaborate, and I liked it because it brought a lot more teams into the mix, and Greg, as always, did a great job. And so without further ado, I want to bring in my guest, Greg Barreth, OGUARD62, my good friend. Welcome to the podcast one more time. Oh, John, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Hey, I got to ask you a question, John. Yes, sir. Uh, I know you live in the Cincinnati area. You're a Bengals fan? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, I refuse to root for the Bengals. In fact, I rooted against them for about the last five years because, quite frankly, I think the Brown family does nothing uh, to enhance the enjoyment of the fans and really doesn't try to win. But by God, with Joe Burrow, he's from Athens, Ohio. I love this kid. I think I'm going to have to go back on the bandwagon. I think he got to. I mean, you know what? Of course, I knew everybody knew that he was going to go yeah. number one. Yeah. And uh, but I was thinking about you. I said, you know, I, I know I'll be speaking with you in a couple of days. I said, I wonder if John's all pumped up about this. I said, I said you know, uh, he's he's a generational type player. So yeah, uh, he he really is. And I mean, the the season he had this year, in college football. We'll talk a little bit about uh, what he did in a replay as well, but. Uh, oh, crazy. Just, yeah. Yeah, just a guy who is a real game changer. And, you know, oh, I think yeah. the Bengals needed improvement in a number of areas. Quarterback isn't the only area. They need somebody to protect them. Uh, they need – their running game is pretty decent, so that'll help. Uh, and uh, their defense improved a little bit last year. But um, I just hope that he's not picking himself up off the ground too many times. and Because we've had some – some highly uh, uh, rated quarterbacks drafted by the Bengals that had their careers end because of, of poor protection. Sure. So, so we'll see. But this sure. kid looks like the real deal, and, and all Cincinnati Bengal fans uh, can't wait if, indeed, the season starts. Yeah, well, that's, of course, the, the, the big question. Yeah. You know, our, uh, everything's on hold. So, Well, speaking of that, Greg, how are you holding up, you and your family? Real good, John, real good. You know, we're here in the uh, Olympic Peninsula about a couple hours outside of Seattle. And, uh, yeah, of course, we have uh, some cases, but, you know, compared to the rest of the nation, and I think last count we had uh, like 53 uh, affirmed counts on on the peninsula. So, you know, Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. But with, with that being said, Man, you got to uh, put a gun to my head to get me to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so. you're right. It is definitely a scary yeah. time. And I think it's the whole thing about the the nature of the unknown. You know, you just yeah. don't know yeah. uh, the parameters. Yeah, so you get a vaccine. I mean, you're at you're at its mercy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but like I said to you, as as uh, as I talked to you earlier today, uh, the silver lining is more time for APA, my man. That's right. Absolutely right. You know, I, I, I should make a T-shirt. Apple football saves lives. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's an excellent idea. You could market that. 
I'm sure you'll get yeah. some people clamoring for that. Yeah. Well, Greg, as always, you're the king of football and uh, uh, Apple football. Well, I don't know about that. Well, I, I'll tell you, I, I you, you may be setting the record for most appearances on this week in Apple. I, I, I think this is either the third or fourth time I'm going to go back and check, but uh, you're right up there with Greg Wells and, and John Herson and, and uh, uh, the likes of that, but uh, certainly I, I enjoy well, every time. Well, I'm honored to be on every time, John. <laughs> Anytime you ever ask me, you know that I always say yes, because well, it's, it's, it's a joy. I appreciate that. And you, I, I, this was, uh, we've done this before. You've done the the uh, replays and sometimes the pre-plays of the, uh, of right. the college football championships. This time it was after the fact, but uh, a little bit different setup this year. Talking to us about this how, how you guys came up with this idea. Well, this year, John, what I did is this, this set's a, it's a 12-team set. So I made it a, a single elimination seated tournament. And that being said, the, the top four teams automatically received the first round by. So I just used the um, AP poll from the uh, end of the season, end of last college season before the bowl game started. Right. So just to run down the teams real quick, of course, that number one was LSU, number two, Clemson. Number three, Ohio State. Number four, Georgia. Number five, Oregon. Number six, Florida. Number seven, Oklahoma. Number eight, Penn State. Number nine, Wisconsin. Ten, Baylor. Eleven, Memphis. And twelve, Virginia. Now, before I go on, John, I mean, the, the thing that strikes me odd is the name that I didn't say. Ah, right. <laughs> you know, I don't see. I don't see Alabama here. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing that struck me too. Yeah, but 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 I, I had to say that because you know I am a tied fan. I know but, exactly. Uh, uh, but no, it, it was a really really fun tournament. So with that said, the opening round, uh, the first four games matched up um, Oregon uh, against Virginia, and then Penn State and Wisconsin, uh, Florida and Memphis, and then Oklahoma Baylor, which is a would have which would have been really the, you know the third time they met you uh -huh. know. If they twice during the season so yeah. that that was fun and you know i've done these tournaments before john and these scores have been just through the roof you yeah. know and i mean i'm a little bit of a defensive purist you know so it's like uh, <laughs> it's hard it's, it's hard to watch hard yeah. for me. but i will say something about this year's um set of cards i i didn't of course i had some games that are high scoring because when you play teams with a quarterback like, you know, Joe Burrow or whatever, uh -huh. you're to put up some points. Right. But uh, I had a lot of really close, um, I don't want to say low scoring, but like this game here between the uh, Cavaliers and uh, the Ducks. Mm. Virginia ended up winning this game 27-16. Now, I mentioned earlier before, you know, I – I live out here in Washington State, yeah. so the most of college football I watch is Pac-12, and you know I'm a season ticket holder for the Huskies, so yep. you know I, I go to their home games, and then uh, when I'm not watching the Pac-12, I'm watching the SEC because I love the SEC, sure. and when I'm not watching them, I'm, I watch the Big Ten. So you know the ACC and the Big Twelve, I, I'm not saying I don't catch any of their games ever, but not with the frequency, you know, that I, mm. I do the other conferences so i was actually when i set this game up to play i'm thinking you know oregon's gonna 
they're going to bury the Cavaliers. And man, that did not work that way at all. Well, you had um, a number 12 seed against a number five. You're looking, obviously, yeah. for, for Oregon to, to come away with the win. But yeah, I'll tell you what, Bryce Perkins did the job. Oh, he was incredible. I mean, he was just incredible. I mean, I, I, I think I told you, I don't know if you had it earlier, but uh, he ran for, he, he he had 107 yards rushing. Yeah. Yeah. Then, he, then he passed for 386 yards and a pair of, <laughs> a pair of touchdowns. I mean, uh, it was something else. Yeah. Uh, Justin Herbert, you know, he uh, he really got outshined in this game. He only had 172 yards passing in the game. So that, that was quite interesting. Yeah. But I, after playing that game, John, it kind of set the tone for the rest of the, of the tournament uh, with closer games, more realistic scores, mm-hmm. and in turn for me, a lot more enjoyment playing yeah yeah and 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 you're right about the first round games uh uh it, it kind of quickly go through that those first four games okay. to set up the time I, 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 the, the next game was penn state and wisconsin right and that was a nail biter uh penn state ended up end up winning the game 23 20 and uh the badgers had a, t- a chance to put it in overtime the last play of the game uh their kicker Colin Larsh, uh missed the 48 yard field goal which, of course, we know is not a chip shot in college football. That's especially not a chip shot. Absolutely. But he also missed one from 37, one from 43. So, uh, you know, they all come back to haunt you. Yeah, you know? they certainly did. The uh, next game was a lot of fun. Uh, it was between the Florida Gators and uh, the Memphis Tigers. And my goodness, you know, I, I to be honest with you, John, I didn't see Memphis play one time last year, you know, on, on television. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but I was really impressed with uh, their quarterback ability um, for the big play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brady White was the Memphis quarterback and the kid had three touchdown passes. Now, he threw five in the game, but he had three of over 70 yards, had a 78-yarder, a 79-yarder, and an 80-yarder. I mean, that was something else. Florida ends up winning this game, John, 43-38, to 38, okay? And uh, Florida was really, really tough in this replay. But that quarterback for Florida, Kyle Trask Kyle is Trask. the kid's name. Yeah. He was something else. And I'll just give you his stat line real quick. Uh, he was 31 of 36. 469 yards and four touchdowns wow. and in, in the college the, the, the other difference is their their qb efficiency rating is is different than the pros you know the pros go up to 158.3 for a perfect rating yeah. well he ended up having a 232.2 <laughs> rating this game i mean it was just a great game but that then, but that's just a precursor to some of the quarterback numbers later on we'll talk about that we'll get there but man you're right yeah, yeah. i mean looking at those numbers from trask incredible but, yeah i mean it, really a phenomenal player yeah then yeah. the last game of the open season is fun because you get to play two teams that are, are arch enemies and have played each other you know a couple times as a matter of fact i watched the first game uh, between when Baylor had a big lead on Oklahoma and Oklahoma came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my tabletop, it, it wasn't as close uh, as it was in real life. Oklahoma ended up routing them 44 to 24. 
But you know, John, it's fun. You know, we all just got done watching the North, right? you know, the, the opening round of the draft on Thursday night. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's fun to get to play with these guys. You yeah. know, D.D. Lamb, the guy that the Cowboys drafted in the first round. Yeah. You know, he had a great game this game. He had four catches, 105 yards, and three TDs. You know. Jalen Hurts, who, you know, gets drafted by the in the second round, you know, he had, he passed for 329 yards and four touchdowns in that game. You know, yeah. I mean, it was a, a really well-played game. So with that being said, John, now I'm down to the final eight. Right. And I introduced the, the big boys. Yeah, so the first matchup was LSU against Virginia. And then Georgia, Florida, you know, the, the, the world's greatest cocktail party there. <laughs> right. And then uh, Clemson and Penn State and then Ohio State, Oklahoma. So let's get to LSU and Virginia. Yep. And I just got to tell you, let me give you the final on that. LSU 56 and uh, Virginia 21. And, uh, but, I mean... <laughs> I even had to write a, a separate article on this on my, my site. <laughs> uh, this title of first for me. Uh, Joe Burrow, your quarterback there for the Cincinnati Bengals. That's right, my Cincinnati Bengals. You're, yeah, you're back <laughs> on the bandwagon. So, yeah, you're Cincinnati. But John, this kid, uh, and I, I wish I knew how many games of that football I played in my life because uh-huh. it's a pretty good number. But... Uh, I've never had a quarterback. I've had quarterbacks that have perfect quarterback ratings. Okay. Uh, I've probably had, I think, five. But Joe Burrow went, was a perfect 30 of 30. Mm. I've never seen nothing like that in my life. He was 30 pass attempts, 30 completions, John, 472 yards, and five touchdowns. Of course, that would translate to a perfect 158.3 rating, you know, in the pros. Right, yeah. In college, that was a 288.0 rating. <laughs> I mean, incredible. Not, um, a, not a bad debut to the tournament. No, no. And, but I, if, if you'd allow me, John, I just want to just talk real quick about this kid's card. It is mind-boggling. Oh, you know, I know you're a baseball guy, and I know when – and I know the numbers on them baseball cards speak volumes to you, you know, when you look at them. Well, they're saying for me, when I look at Joe Burrow's card, I kind of give you the mindset, you know, of what I do when I look at a quarterback's card. First thing I do is look at the power, his power numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, when you do that, you do it correctly, of course, the first thing you do is you do an increments of three, at least I do. I look at 66, 11, and 33, okay? Right. He's got a one at 66. He's got a one at 11. He's got a two <laughs> at 33. Now, you know, a one, that's a touchdown from anywhere. Right. And a two is usually a touchdown, right. you know? And then when I go to the rest of his power numbers, 22, Play result 22, play result 44, play result 55, it reads 3, 4, 5. I mean, that's mm-hmm. strong yeah. power. When you go to play result 25, 51, and 31, you're looking at 6, 6, and 6. I mean, uh, I was ossified when I when, when, uh, played with this cute's card. It was a lot of fun. And it that's really why was. he's the number one pick in the draft, you know. I mean, and – and really, you saw him play, uh, you know, oh, you're a big SEC fan, you saw him play a lot. Uh, and I'll tell you, it was almost like he was handing off the ball downfield. His throws were so perfect. 
Uh, it, so it, accurate. It, it, it was amazing to me. It, but th- there's a couple things about his game that really amazed me. And I'm I'm a student of the game of football. I mean, I love football. And then he was not. First of all, he had his biggest and best moments against the best competition. Yeah, absolutely. Now that's his volume right mm-hmm. there. Okay. You know you, what he did, of course, in the championship game. What he did against the Crimson Tide. Uh, you know, he, he and he is accurate on not just sitting in the pocket. He's accurate on the move. I've seen that guy break down and, you know, turn into Fran Tarkington mm-hmm. and then throw the ball. And he's just as accurate. Yeah. I mean, mind-numbing. Mind yeah. I mean, it, it really does. So w- with that being said, uh, they did torture uh, the poor Cavs, 56 to 21. <laughs> okay. The next matchup was fun because it's two arch nemesis, you know, mm-hmm. the Florida Gators and uh, – the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, this game probably was the best game of the entire tournament. Okay, because Georgia ended up scoring ten points in the in the, in, in the span of the, the final two minutes and fifty seven seconds to force overtime. Yeah, I mean that's that that's fun. Yeah. Then uh, Georgia wins the coin toss, and you know the. Of course, the college overtime rules are, are different than mm-hmm. the pro. So we start at the 25-yard line. Uh, Georgia was forced to kick a 28-yard field goal, which uh, they made. And then Florida gets the ball, and Kyle Trask again uh, takes him down, throws a 12-yard touchdown pass, the third play that they have in overtime to the Gators, and they win the ball game 26-23. Now, Another great score, you know. Now I'm not talking you know, 51 to 48. You know, I'm talking 26, 23. Defense matters, you know. It does, yeah. And and and, uh, and, and they shut down. I mean, Florida 43 points in their first effort against Memphis and held down to 26 here in this game. So really, kind of a defensive struggle in college football terms. Yeah, it really was. It really was. Now Trask again had the nice game. He. Uh, he hit 10 different receivers for three, and he passed for 327 yards. So that's a that's a sweet game. Mm, great. Okay, yeah. now I'm going to get to um, Penn State against Clemson, and um, uh, the title I had on the uh, article was "The Cream Rises to the Top." You know, I mean, uh, Clemson was trailing at the half. The Penn State was winning 21 to 17. Uh, but that second half, John, they had six offensive series and scored on five of them. You know, I yeah. mean, that they're, they're just a powerful team. Yeah. That yeah. Trevor, that, that Trevor Lawrence, the the, the quarterback from mm-hmm. Clemson, uh, he ended up throwing for 293 yards and four touchdowns and ended up running for 77. Do uh, you remember that movie, John? I think it was. Uh, remember the Titans? I, I think that was Denzel Washington yep. was in. He was That's the coach. It. Mm-hmm. And they had the kid from California. That blonde Look, like hair. Look at him with the flowing hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just like this. Every time I see Trevor Lawrence, I call him Sunshine. <laughs> yeah, he's a California type kid, aren't he? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, what he is. He yeah. reminded me of Sunshine from the movie. But yeah, he's a player now. He's yeah. a player. Yeah, he can get it done. Okay, then we get to uh, Ohio State and uh, Oklahoma. 
And I'll tell you, John, it's, this was uh, Big Ten just outclassed Big 12 in a bad way. I mean, Ohio State won 41-23. I mean, at, at no point in the game, I think really the closest it was, John, it was at the end of the first quarter when Ohio State was winning 6 nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, but after that, you know, it's just uh, yeah. came through. But uh, to throw a little love on uh, C.D. Lamb's away, he had a nice game. He had nine receptions for 213 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, he, he, he had a good game. Uh, he had a big fumble on a punt return that, that, that hurt them, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, the, the running back for uh, Ohio State, Johnny averaged seven point three yards per carry against that team for a buck seventy seven and a touchdown. That was a that's strong. That was a huge game. Yeah, that was huge. So with that being said, the, the second leg of the tournament was done and we came down to the final four. Um, LSU versus Florida and then Clemson and Ohio State. Now when I was playing, when I was getting ready to kick off this Florida LSU game, you know, Truth be told, I'm, I'm, I'm coming off of a, a, a 30 for 30 <laughs> with Burrow, and I'm thinking, you know, there's no way that the Gators could stay with these guys. Uh-huh. Well, John, the uh, they almost beat LSU. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they, I, they, 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 I really thought they were going to win the game. They end up losing the game 31-38, uh, but... My, they, they, they went neck for neck with them. Now, here's the funny little tidbit about this. Now, Joe Burrow opens that game, John, 12 straight, 12 <laughs> consecutive completions. So so the kid goes 42 for 42. <laughs> he was handing the ball off downfield. Come on, man. It was crazy, right? Uh, 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 Kyle Trask, again, uh, let me give him some love because he deserves it. He uh he passed for 476 yards Dang. and four touchdowns. Now listen, he made Joe Burrow look bad. Joe Burrow only threw 471. Right, you couldn't get any closer in the numbers there. I mean that yeah. was that was a battle head to head of these two great quarterbacks. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was a lot of fun. And and, and you know, I don't know how it is for you, John, when you're doing your baseball replays, but I'm sure you have to be somewhat like me. You you you, you somewhat talking to yourself when uh, <laughs> and I'm midway through that fourth quarter, and I'm I'm saying I can't believe this. I think LSU's going to lose yeah. this game. You know? Yeah. yeah. And uh, but uh, of course the. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow, and it's always beautiful when the performance on your tabletop can mirror uh, the realism of, uh, you know, game day Saturday. Because he, he was phenomenal on my tabletop, and it was like it was like watching him on television. You know? Yeah, yeah, and it really, and again, you know, I just talked to a guy just before the interview with you who, who uh, was talking about baseball and and it's it goes both ways. Now, I I haven't played football and I really want to get into that, but it's I think it's in, in all the games that Apple has. It's just the feel. You get the feel of actually being in that game. I hear it from everybody. I don't hear it so much from guys that play Strat. I don't hear it so much from guys that play uh, Pursue the Pennant or other games that involve football or hockey. It's the APA game really gives you that you're in the park field. It, 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 uh, the, 
you know, anybody that watches football, John, uh, understands the game is is ebb and flow. Right. Okay. Right. Ebb and flow. And that is exactly how it is when you're playing Apple football. It is the it captures the ebb and flow of a, of a game. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's I mean, geez, I mean, I I've done enough replays that to, you know the the proofs in the pudding. You yeah. know, the statistics always end up pretty darn pretty close. Nice. And, uh, it's yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But also the beauty of it is, John, is if it actually mirrored what happened in real life, what would be the fun of it? You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what's going to happen, right? <laughs> right, and, and that's the beautiful thing yeah. about playing football, yeah. is you're going to have realistic statistics, i.e., you know, your yards yards per carry, your yards per catch, they're going to be pretty darn close, if not spot on. Yeah. And during your the results... Hey, if they're if one team overperforms or underperforms, I love it. You know, it just makes it that much funner. It does. I, I think it under or overperforms. I find that that, yep. that I'm more interested in those outliers than I am in the guys that pretty much hit their number right on the head. And and, and let me stop you right there because there is some input into how you set these tournaments up. It's not just you know you don't. You know, if you want to, you can play what we call Apple ball, whether it's Apple baseball or Apple football, where sure. if you get a guy like Joe Burrow, you have him throw the ball 75 times and they score 87 points. But uh, it, you put some parameters on it, which are realistic yeah. parameters. Uh, it, it just real briefly kind of discuss that. Well, when I first when I got the card set, John, I mean, it, it, it took me probably um, a week and a half to even play a game. Yeah, because. Uh, at the time when I got the cards, there was no rosters. I know later on, uh, John released uh, starting rosters. Right. So it took me like, I don't know, four, four days of research to uh, compile all the rosters um, for each of the team. Now you got to realize, John, each team, now they're getting 50 cards, you know, yeah. for college and pros, mm-hmm. which is great. Super. So yeah. I wanted to do the depth chart for all 50 players, you know, so that tip took some time. And then I create locators so I don't have that apple ball. So I play the game the way that it's supposed to be played. I play that use the teams the, the most realistic way possible. And that took me like, you know, you know four days to do the locators for for all these different teams. But where it really comes in handy, John, is like a team like Memphis. Yeah. I've never seen them play one game. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know any of their personnel. Of course, you could, you know, read their stats and all. But that is where the locators really come in handy because that way I know I'm using each and every team realistically. Right. And, and I think in any tournament, any replay, um, you, really the details that go into the setup are important. Uh, not only for the realism of it, but for the enjoyment of it too, because it kind of helps Absolutely. you out from to make decisions on on where you want to go at any particular time. And and I know, I mean, we were really flowing well in this in, in, in this tournament recap, and I I, I don't want to bog it down with the information, but I think it's but I think it's important for you to explain, uh, you know, how you get these set up, because like you said, it's a week and a half, two weeks of prep before you even yeah. play your first game. And you know, 
some people might say, well, you know, gee, Greg, you may have only be playing a team one time. You dedicated a few hours of your life to it. But for me, it's worth it. It's worth it. Worth it. No. I uh, can't agree with you more. And I enjoy the prep, but then, uh, you know, you, you know, you do a re, you know, when I do a replay and it probably takes me, um, four months yeah. of preparation, that's, you know, so it's, uh, a lot goes into it. That's right. But the next, the next matchup, John, was between Ohio State and Clemson. Man, I was really excited to play this game. Um, but Ohio State really, uh, they, 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 they never once were behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ended up winning this game uh, um, wire to wire. 35-21 was the final score uh, on that game. Uh, Chris Olave, uh, the wide receiver for Ohio State, uh, I guess he would have – he got the game ball. He ended up with five catches for 106 yards. He had a nice ball game. Uh, but, you know, that Ohio State team is just – they're just tough. I mean, they scored, they could score any way possible. I mean, they had a return for a punt, a punt return for a touchdown. Right. You know, I mean, their, their defense is tremendous. I mean, it's, that's a tough ball club. So with that being said, now my, my championship matchup was different than, you know, the real life, but it came down to the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Alpine Tigers. Ah, great and, game. Great game just to look at it on paper. So I can't wait right. to hear what happens. What a game that was, John. I mean, now, now, if somebody would have told you that Ohio State would jump out to a 27 to nothing lead against LSU, would you believe that? Hey, they got Joe Burrow. No way. I mean, <laughs> if somebody would have told me, Greg, on your tabletop, you're going to have a 27 to nothing lead. Yeah. I'd tell them you're crazy. Yeah, lights Ain't out. No right. I mean, so at, at, at the half, they go in the locker room at halftime. The, the score's Ohio State 34, LSU 14. You know, uh, Joe Burrow, uh, uh, Edwards Hilaire had uh, a touchdown run and caught a 28-yard touchdown pass uh-huh. for their, for their uh, two scores. So, you know, 34 to 14. So the uh, second half starts. And you know you 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 got to put your coaching hat on you know when you're playing this game, John. And I, at, before the before the half was over, I made up my mind that rest of the game, if within within reason, let me use that caveat. Within reason, mm-hmm. it's a four down offense for LSU. Right, right. You have you to. Know what I mean? You have they, to. They, they, yeah. You, you know they. That was the decision I made. Come on, they got to get back in this ball game. So, with that being said, uh, I only had uh, I had four uh, fourth down attempts in the second half, uh, and it, they, they convert them all. <laughs> and, uh, but I mean, not, not, I'm not talking fourth down in, in yeah. 14. You know, yeah, right. I'm talking, you know, fourth and short or fourth and medium. When I say medium, uh, six yards or less. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, but they end up st- storming back in that game, John. And uh, the uh, interesting part of it is it's. The game was clinched. Joe Burrow made only one mistake in this whole tournament, and he threw a pick 
and uh, Jeffrey Okuda, the defensive player for Ohio State, intercepted him, and that really sealed the fate uh, of LSU in that game. And the final score was Ohio State 48, uh, LSU 41. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you, I mean, that, I just, I'm just reading it and looking at it and looking at how the scores went, uh, and that had to be such a fun game to play. Well, it, it really was. Let me just kind of go over this box score with you, John. I just opened it up. I mean, uh, Ohio State had 31 first downs. LSU had 38. Their uh, plays, man. Uh Ohio State has 75 plays from scrimmage. LSU has 74 plays from scrimmage. Now, that, that's the thing now, John. These guys that are playing these college football teams, you got more plays run on, on college games than you do on, on the pros. So when you're playing Apple, uh, you know, it's 30 plays per quarter, okay, yeah. when, you're, when you're using the pros. But I highly recommend when you're using the college I find that twelve, an additional twelve plays, uh, evens uh, it makes it a lot more realistic. Yeah. So I go thirty-three plays per quarter. Yeah. And uh, that that really makes a difference. But you know, for J.K. Dobbins, um, he ended up rushing. He, he averaged five point eight yards per carry in that game. He ended up getting one hundred thirty-eight yards. Uh, Fields, the quarterback of Ohio State, he ran for 114 yards. Okay, yeah, he was a great quarterback. Well, you know, you oh, see, sure. you live in Ohio. I'm yeah. sure you're 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 knee deep all over <laughs> this squad yeah, all the time, right? right. And uh, for LSU, uh, Chase, uh, he had 11 receptions for 175 yards to the touchdown. Uh, so that was quite the performance. Uh, I think Joe Burrow, you know, he had a real substandard game because he didn't pass 400 yards. <laughs> <laughs> and he had an interception, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, what a bum, right? right, you know, right. He, he only completed 73.3% of his uh, passes. That's nothing. 194 yards and three touchdowns, John. I mean, and that ain't good enough. What, what, what's wrong with that, huh? Uh, uh, you're yeah. playing. You're playing a great team in Ohio State, and uh, yeah, and they uh, they showed up, yeah. and I'll tell you what, they uh, they were a really fun fun team oh, yeah. to, to to play with. Uh, it, you know, I, I'm a I'm a pro guy. You know, of course, sure. I, I'm like anybody else. I watch. I, you know, I watch a lot of college, but uh, I, I I enjoy the men's league. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, but. Uh, I would be interested. I, I I've been kicking around the idea. I, I might even do a like a Big Ten uh, replay, you know, or even an SEC replay at some point in time because uh, uh, these, some of these teams are just so good. They're you know? so much it's, fun. It's, I mean, it's, it's fun to play with. And there's some. I mean, there's some defensive teams. There's a lot of offensive teams, and and sometimes when you see those defense and offensive teams clash, it's 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 a battle royale, you know. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and and you get them in both of those conferences. You're right. Uh, uh, it it would be it would be fun to uh, uh, to see how that all turned out. Let me ask you this about the championship game. You know, Ohio State bust out to that to that big lead, and they have a do you say 24 uh, 20 point lead at halftime. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, at halftime it was 34 to 14. Yeah. yeah. So you make the decision with LSU. Hey, it's it's four downs from here on out. We 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 can't wait. 
for Ohio State, did you tend to run a little bit more? Were you trying to kill some clock, or did you figure, hey, these guys had 34 points in the first half. We're not going to stop the way things have been going. John, that was a, that's a great question, and I will give you a two-part answer. Uh, I did at the beginning of the third quarter, and, you know, hey, listen, J.K. Dobbins, he's, he's quite the weapon. Yeah. So I says, you know, I of course I'm going to play the clock. I mean, uh, you have to play realistic. Mm -hmm. But I will say this: uh, on that first two series, uh, they got stopped. So I said to myself, "Hey, listen, how many times do you see it on uh, college football Saturday or NFL Sunday where these coaches get too conservative?" Yeah. And they don't play to win. They play not to lose. Yeah. So at that point in time, I says, you know, the heck with it. I'm playing this game to win the game with Ohio State, and I'm not just going to stick with the ground. So then I, I went back and I went to, I'm not going to say I opened up with an, an air raid yeah, attack. Right. But, but it was a balanced offense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You got Fields. He's an incredible quarterback. He doesn't hurt shit by no means in the in the passing game. Yeah, and he so, can and he can run a little bit. So you know, yeah, you you got yeah. the the dual the dual weapon there. But yeah, I mean, I'm thinking I'm thinking two things. If I'm Ohio State, and I, I think I got a twenty point lead at half. Um, let's try to run some clock, and if for no other reason, keep the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but of course, you know he he heated up. You know, yeah. I mean. Uh, Guys, the guy's game. I mean, he's, he's quite the player. He really is. Uh, well, um, let me, well, let me ask you this: You have Ohio State winning uh, your your replay, um, and and they they played great uh, in the three games that they had. Uh, what do you? Who do you think would have to be if you had to pick one uh, an MVP of of the tournament? You know, I'd have to say Joe Burrow. I mean, nobody goes 42 for 42. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you know, I mean, J.K. Dobbins and, you know, Field, sure. I've had a lot of great performances on the tabletop. Yeah, it's tough to pick one, right? 42 to four, 42 out of 42. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. I mean, the kid did everything to win this game, you know, the, the, the championship game. Uh, he was phenomenal. So I, I, I have to go with Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's and for him to get down his team down 24 or 24 zip or it was 27 zip but uh, uh but either way to be down so early in the game and to find a way to battle back i mean uh it's yeah, hard it was, it's it was hard not to say yeah John, i was shell-shocked at the end of the first quarter and that first quarter it's 20 nothing and i'm sitting there like i'm looking at the cards like you know I almost, I almost wanted to inspect the dice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know? right. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. you know, what's, what's going on here? Yeah. Well, well, that that had to be a lot of fun for you, and I like the idea of the twelve teams. And you know, when John put those out, uh, I knew that it was going to be a foregone conclusion that there would be a twelve-team tournament and play it out. And of course. Uh, it couldn't be in better hands than with you, Greg, uh, and, and the way you play the games and your your attention to detail and the setup really, really makes it fun just to just to hear you talk about them because you have so much enthusiasm and, and so much love of the of the game. And, and you can tell that you were into every single one of these. 
Well, it was. It was. It was a hoot, man. I yeah. mean, it was. It was a lot of fun. It was a, really a lot of fun. And it, you know, I'm always working on projects. You know, I'm currently replaying the 2015 NFL season, so this was a nice break. You know, yeah. I would uh, sprinkle in a game here, play yeah. a play, the, work on my project. You know, the, the 15th season. But this was. This was. A, it was a really nice. Uh, change up yeah. and um, it, it, it really was uh, a lot of fun and too john it keeps you you know th- there's enough nuanced differences between college and pros just with the rules and everything else mm-hmm. it really kind of keeps you on your toes too you know oh absolutely so, yeah that that was fun and yeah. uh yeah I, I thoroughly enjoyed it well it's it's nice that you can uh, go back and forth i was going to ask you what was your your latest project and i knew that you were playing uh, a, an NFL uh, replay, and uh, and like you said, it's kind of nice to kind of go back and forth from the big boys to the college kids, and uh, yeah, yeah, it, it really is. I mean, uh, you know, just for just for a little change of pace, yeah, you know, just for for a break to keep things fresh. Well, but yeah, I know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm so happy. I'm so you know, I should say I. I mean, you know, we are very very fortunate. Uh, to have a hobby, you know, in today's world that we're living to where, you know, staying at a home goes a long way to your overall health, uh, to be able to keep your mental health and uh, when you're sequestered at home, uh, to have a hobby to fall back on is so important. And I'll tell you what, I mean, I love I mean, I love Apple football. I mean, I know you're the man. Yeah, yeah. I play a lot. But, you know, it it really comes in handy um, for people now to have a a great hobby. So, hey, listen, I'm I'm glad to see Apple's uh, doing real good, I think, sales-wise, even with the – uh, with the pandemic, you know, so everybody's oh, at home and buying their, you know, buying, buying the uh, card sets. And that's great. Well, every time I talk to John, he's out of breath. He's running across the warehouse, picking up more uh, games to be, to be shipped yeah. out. Uh, and, and it's great yeah, for that, him. It's that's a good company. problem to have. It is a good problem to have. And, you know, like you said, in, in these times and, you know, it, it, you know, the pandemic, that's number one. The weird political times are in. That's number two. Um, you know, for me, I'll go over to the table and I'll take ten steps and I'll go from 2020 back to 1964, and I don't even think about it. I, I, people yeah. ask me all the time, you know, oh, I, 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 you know, how are you? How do you, you know, stand staying in the house? I got to get out, and I'm thinking I'm perfectly fine. I play my guitar and I play, I play Apple. <laughs> you know what? If somebody said, you know, you can't come out of the house for a month, I'd say, okay, I can probably get a few weeks of my replay in. You know, but it's, Absolutely. but it is. I, 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 I always, I laugh. I tell my wife, you know, hey, listen, we're built for this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we ain't a shit. We know. we do have an outlet, uh, Greg. Before before I let you go, tell everybody about your uh, Ogard sixty two website, how they can get to it, because you got a lot of great content on there. Yeah, I, it's a Ogard sixty two dot net, uh, and go there, and I you can find a, a wide variety of uh, information on my site. Uh, it's you know, I have a, a great team um, of uh, authors that contribute uh, articles uh, to it. Uh, I got uh, my best friend, uh, Mark Zarb, who uh, posts his replays on it and a lot of great innovations. 
uh, Rick Dunlap, who I know you've spoke with a few times, raising class act in the Hall of Famer. Uh, Dave Urban and, of course, Greg Wells, our, our dear friend. Yeah. And I have uh, uh, Bill Malloy from down in Australia. It's a tremendous staff of football uh, guy. And uh, Mr. Scott Griffin, uh, he too uh, uh, contributes at times. And I have another gentleman, Doug Reese. So these guys all add stuff to the site. Uh, I have a, a wealth of innovations. Um tips uh, and information there's just a, a wide gamut of stuff i mean i could you know sit here and talk for an hour on it but i just recommend somebody go there if, if you like it football you know there's i try to make it here's the goal john one-stop shop mm -hmm. okay i was on uh, half of between the lines of course a couple of days ago somebody has a question hey listen just purchase cards from ebay uh it's kind of a hodgepodge uh, I want to be able to classify what years these are. Mm -hmm. Well, I sent them a link from my site, you know, where how you could determine, you know, what cards are. Somebody needs score sheets. Boom. Or cut my site and choose five, six different types of score sheets. You know, stuff like that. Uh, uh, you want to get custom envelopes. I got a point of contact on there for that. There's just a wide gambit of things. So, uh, I enjoy it. Uh, I keep it. Uh, I keep it current. Of course, I post all my replays on here and, and, and the statistics of all my replays. And uh, it's just it's it's a lot of fun for me. And I get uh, a lot of foot traffic on. Believe it or not, I, last deck I think I got uh, people from 92 different countries that have uh, wow. come and visit. So yeah. Well, yeah. well, it is an informative site. We could talk about it all day long, but it's just easier to go there and check it out. That's oguard62.net. Um, anything you want. I, I, I've been to the site many times, and I'm more of a baseball guy, like you said, but I like reading the replay. I, I always like uh, uh, seeing the content that you have up there for your replays. It, it reminds me of the things that I like to do in my baseball replay, and uh, it, it's really worth the time and effort to get there and check it out. Um, Greg, there's one thing I, I know that I, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss seeing all the folks down there at the APA convention. Of course, yeah, they had to be canceled. Yeah, and, uh, had a great time talking to you in person last year. Finally, getting to meet you, and and uh, that is one of the uh, that's one of the downfalls of where we're at right now. But uh, uh, we still have the game. We still have a phone. We still can uh, conversate back and forth. And so, in saying that, I just want to tell you: keep in touch, my friends. Stay safe. Uh, uh, out there in the uh, in the upper uh, northwest, and and uh, keep playing up, and keep letting us know about it. You got anything really interesting come up? You let me know, and we'll get you back on here. Hey, John, I appreciate it. You know, anytime uh, that you want me, I will never refuse you. Uh, it's always a joy to talk with you, and thank you so much for having me on. You got it, Greg. Great job as as usual. Thanks again. Appreciate it. All right, John. Bye bye. All right, take care. That was Greg Barrett of Ogard62.net. Uh, tell you what, it's it's nice to talk to him. It's 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 kind of fun too to talk football. We like I said at the beginning, we talk a lot of baseball, mostly baseball on here. Uh, but if we can get somebody uh, of the quality of Greg Barrett on, and and what a what a great uh, tournament of the 2019-2020 uh, uh, college football tournament. Hey, right now, you know that's all we got is to look back and see. 
with the game of Appa. So uh, you folks out there know what I'm talking about. And uh, I really appreciate Greg's time. We're going to take one final break. When I come back, I'll wrap things up from here on this week in Appa. So stick around. Welcome back, everybody, for one final segment of this episode of This Week in APA. I'm John Aselon, your host, and I certainly want to thank Greg Barreth of the OGARD62.net website uh, for his rousing recap of the 2019-2020 uh, uh, National Championship Tournament between the top 12 teams in the country and the Ohio State Buckeyes, the eventual winner beating LSU in the championship game. I'll tell you, if you're anything like me, you can't help but get excited listening to Greg's recaps and and uh, listening to the enthusiasm he has and how much he gets into the games. And uh, I'll tell you, it, it, it's really a lot of fun talking with him. And uh, as I said, normally we do pre-plays, but this time it was the replay of uh, the championship. And the fact that there were 12 teams in it this time made it that much more exciting. So thanks to him. And thanks to all you folks who listen each and every uh, time we've come out with a new episode. I'll have one out next week. I'll be talking with a, a fellow by the name of Mike Shirting, a writer who uh, is from Billings, Montana. And he came to find out that Two Billings natives, Dave McNally, one who I'm sure you have heard of, a, a longtime uh, Major League pitcher and a very good one. Uh, he battled against another Billings native on a particular day uh, in June of 1975. Uh, the guy's name was Joe McIntosh. He was also from Billings, and it was the only time in MLB history that two Billings, Montana natives went up against each other. I'll let you tell, uh, I'll let uh, you uh, listen to him tell the story. It's very interesting. He wrote an article about it. And of course, he replayed it using the APA basic baseball game. So that's next time. And until next time, stay safe out there, everybody, and enjoy APA while you have the time off and are locked in your house. And uh, let me know. Send me a voicemail if you're doing any, anything interesting. Uh, as far as playing APA, any of the APA games out there, uh, let me know and uh, I'll uh, get it out there to the rest of the APA community uh, during my next podcast. So until next time, I'm John Aslan saying so long and thanks for listening to This Week in APA.